0: You're listening to The Pipeline Show with Gee Flaming. Drive turkey is a little over the line, my man. Welcome back to The Pipeline Show with Guy Flaming. We'll uh, continue on with the uh, the episode for this week. We're going to have a, a U-Sport update. and We're going to catch up with a guy we knew from the WHL the last uh, number of years who is now playing U-Sport and uh, taking his talents to Ontario, uh, playing for the Carlton Ravens. My guest today is uh, Parker Acoyne. Uh, Parker, welcome to The Pipeline Show. How are you?
1: I'm good. Thanks a lot for having me on. I'm, I'm, I'm excited.
0: I appreciate you making the time. I, I know, uh, you guys are getting ready to go. Uh, you're playing in Montreal this weekend, aren't you? And at McGill?
1: Yeah. McGill on Friday and then, uh, at Ottawa on Sunday. So
0: awesome. Uh, nice little road trip, but a little different road trips than, than you had in, in the WHL though. I guess you're, uh, you're in Ottawa. So you, you're probably busing to those two cities. Yeah. Yeah. Montreal
1: is only two hours from Ottawa. So yeah. That's a short road trip for me because Spokane was our shortest, which is, uh, two and a half. So, um, it's no problems for me.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, Parker, uh, tell me what the season so far for the, for the Carlton Ravens. Uh, on paper, looks like it's pretty good. You're in first place in your conference.
1: Uh, yeah, we're doing really well. Um, yeah, we're nine and one. We're ranked, uh, in the top five, we're ranked third in, in U sports for men's hockey right now. So, um, it's going really well. Obviously, uh, a big, big adjustment for me coming from major junior to school and you know not obviously not only the hockey but you know the whole lifestyle change and you know having to get used to doing school again and you know being back in canada but not where i'm used to being in canada i'm on, on the opposite side mm-hmm. so uh you know it's been a big adjustment and you know obviously our team's doing really well and we've been winning and we have quite a few western league guys out here which has uh, definitely made the transition and uh, a bit easier
0: yeah, I'll get to that in a second. I, I wanted to ask you what it's like to, to be a rookie again. I mean, for the last number of years, you've been the, the Wiley veteran for the Tri-City Americans. And uh, now are, are you carrying everybody's gear to the bus and stuff again?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely different um, being a rookie. But I think, uh, you know, in school, uh, you're definitely you're relied on more um, to produce and to, you know, be a part of the team um, than you are, uh, you know, in major junior major junior year come in as, as 16, 17 and, you know, guys have already like cemented themselves and, um, you know, it's a much bigger change going, you know, going from midget to junior than it is junior to school. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been going really well. I, I really have, you know, enjoyed my, my time out here and obviously, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm learning, you know, new things every day about being in school and, you know, being a student athlete and, you know, how to manage and do all that sort of stuff. But no, so, you know, like I said, I'm learning and I'm enjoying it a lot.
0: So, uh, we're joined by uh Parker Acquain, a former Tri-City American, now with the the Carlton Ravens. The phone was cutting in and out there just for a second, so I might have lost you a bit in that last answer. But uh, you mentioned uh, the the number of other Western Canadians that are uh, on the team. Uh There'll be some guys you played against uh, for, in your WHL days. I don't know if you had a teammate or two back then that uh, are are with you in Carlton, but nice to have some
1: familiar faces around absolutely uh, it's definitely made like I just said you know make the made the transition uh, a bit easier having guys um, that I've known before from playing against and um you know you know how small the hockey hockey community is so you get to know guys um, through playing playing against them and stuff so yeah it's been good getting advice from from older guys and you know how to how to change and how to change with the transition especially you know because most of those guys have moved across the country um you know just like i I did this year so um, that's obviously a big change for me again after being being in the States for so long. So, yeah, it's been really helpful and nice to see some familiar faces, like I said.
0: Now, last year you actually played a couple of games in the ECHL with uh, the Orlando Solar Bears. Great name for a team there. But uh, what was that experience like for you? And, and uh, I guess, did you know at that point that you were, would be going to U Sports route this year?
1: Yeah, I think it was great for me um, to get a little bit of a taste of pro hockey and, and see what it's like. And obviously, Orlando's... Um, just about the best place you could possibly play hockey when it's 30 degrees every day. <laughs> but, uh, um, it was great. I, I, you know, um, they had a quite a few guys who were, uh, who, f- who came from U sports, um, that were playing, in, you know, down in Orlando. And I talked to a lot of guys and they said that, that school is a great option. And, um, you know, if you decide that you want to play pro, uh, after school, that, that's what a lot of them have done, right. you know, the coast is is always going to be there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, you know, if that's the route that you want to take and, um, you know, they're always looking for players and, you know, they, they're definitely, um, fishing out of, out of, uh, school more than they have in the past. So, you know, I got a lot of advice from those guys, which is nice to get, obviously, you know, they didn't have to do that. I was just some, you know, new guy showing up, but they were really nice about it. And, um, yeah, I guess just, you know, school is always, uh, um, you know, is always important and getting an education is important. And, you know, like, like they said, hockey, um, the coast is going to be there and, you know, there's going to be opportunities after. So um, you never know what can happen in hockey. So, you know, school is definitely uh, uh, was the better option for me, I think.
0: I'm curious why Carlton was the right fit for you. You're an Alberta guy. You're actually from the same neck of the woods that I'm sitting in right now in, in, uh, outside just outside of St. Albert. Um, there's lots of, uh, of course. Canada West is a pretty strong conference when it comes to U Sports. So, what led you to uh, go to Ontario and why Carlton specifically? Um, so I did my recruit
1: trip out to Carlton shortly after we got knocked out of the playoffs, and you know, I honestly didn't think much of it. Um, like I said, there's a few Western guys out here. Uh, our coach Sean Van Allen actually played with Kelly Buckberger yeah. on the Oilers back in the day. Yeah. So uh, there was a little bit of connection there. So I was like, you know, you know, might as well go see what it's about. And, and you know, I just kind of fell in love with Ottawa. And um, I had a really great connection with Sean and, you know, with the guys when I was here. And, um, you know, looking back, you know, on my career in Tri-City, I just like, I loved being, I loved being there. And it, you know, became home to me. And, you know, that has a, ple- a special place in my heart. And I think um, I I never, I might not ever have a chance to, travel across the country and live somewhere new and you know, gain new experiences and you know, because I thought the same thing about Tri City. I'm like, oh Tri City, you know, what's this gonna be all about? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I ended up falling in love with it. So I think just kind of gathering up gathering a place to home in and, and all all sorts of places is, is a good thing. And um, you know, that's it's like I said, those opportunities don't come around so often so I, I took advantage of it.
0: Carlton University Ravens uh, forward Parker O'Coin, uh, my guest here on the Pipeline Show. Uh, what's been the uh, the biggest adjustment in terms of the the hockey? Does it seem just like a, a natural extension of the Canadian Hockey League with so many CHL guys, not just WHL guys, but uh, you're going to be playing against all the, I mean, most of the guys you play with and against are probably former CHL guys. So does it almost seem like a natural progression from your time in Tri-City?
1: Absolutely, it does, yeah. Yeah. Um... Like you said, there's there's tons of CHL guys uh, on our team and in, in our league. Um, the biggest transition and difference for me is, I think, the number of games. Obviously, you go from playing 68, 72 games in major junior to 28 mm-hmm. in U-sports. So um, every game is so much more magnified and, you know, the points are so much more valuable than they are when you play half the amount of games that you do in junior. Yeah. So I think that's something that I've that I've had to learn because, you know, when you're a 20 year old in in junior, you can afford to kind of float around and take nights off and and still still produce and still um you know be relied upon, but you can't really afford to do that here. You have to be on on the ball at all times, and that's you know that's been a big adjustment for me too. Is just kind of realizing that how how fierce the rivalries are and you know how how important every shift and every game
0: is who is the big rivalry for uh, for Carleton? and did it take you a little while to figure out which teams you're supposed to hate more than others
1: uh, well our our big rival is obviously University of Ottawa right we're both in Ottawa so it's, I guess you can compare it to Mount Royal and UFC sure um, so yeah that's a big rival and it's funny because you you know in the social scene in Ottawa you see guys around and you know they're like all really nice and we're all like good buddies with the U Ottawa guys and stuff, but you know, once it comes to game time, it's it's bad blood for sure. sure. Which is I found is is a lot is the case, you know, with even Tri City and Spokane and Tri City and Everett, you know, like which are big rivalries, but um, you know, off the ice, you, you know, you're allowed to be friends. That's all right. So Right,
0: right, right. yeah. Everett and Seattle. Yeah. And I mean, they're sharing basically the same city too, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh Parker, let's go back and uh, look back at your WHL days a bit and maybe start at the beginning. You I mentioned you're from uh, every time I uh, you guys were, were the Oil Kings and the and the Americans were playing and I'd look up Parker Coin, it'd say Sturgeon County, not specifically a town though. So were you like out on a farm in Sturgeon County? I myself I'm in Villeneuve, so I'm sure you know where that is being from this neck of the woods. Where, yeah, where, you're where about were you? 5
1: minutes from me then. Okay, you're so about You're about 5 minutes from me. I'm right across from Sandpiper Golf Course.
0: Oh, excellent. All right, perfect. Uh, yeah, there you go. So we're neighbors. We that, didn't even know. That's it. Uh, that's like on Meadowview Road, right? Yeah, Meadowview Drive. Yeah, that's yeah, right. one. That's it. All, all right, well, tell me about, uh, I mean, you're a first-round pick uh, of the Americans mid-first round uh, and uh, your initial reaction to that. I know some guys got to stay home from school and and, and watch how the the Bantam Draft unfolds and other guys were at school and maybe following along on their phones or something, but what was uh, the Bantam Draft day like for you? Oh, man.
1: Um, it was obviously a really exciting time. Uh, I didn't, like I said before, I didn't know a whole whole lot about Tri City or really any of the the uh, the US Division teams. Yeah, um, I was just I was just excited because there was obviously like a lot of build up to that day throughout the season and just kind of something that I've been waiting for for a long time. Um, and like like I said, didn't know much about Tri City, um, but I was obviously like crazy excited and you know I never knew that it would be become such a close place in my heart and i would you know play play my whole career there so
0: yeah which is you know it's becoming increasingly uh rare i guess you're one of those guys that got to play in one place for your entire career does that does it feel special in that regard is there a part of you that would have liked to have you know played for another franchise or are you just proud and happy to be a full-time american
1: um yeah like couldn't be more proud to be a full-time american i think uh you know, it's weird to say, but I feel like I was—that's where I was meant to be, and that's kind of, you know, how it all ended up. I'm, you know, I'm very proud to have been a part of that organization for as long as I was, and, um, you know, I'm I'm obviously super thankful to Bob and everyone in the organization for for having me there for so long, and like I said, yeah, it's become home to me. I have, you know, my I had the same billets uh, virtually the whole time, so they're obviously family to me, and you know, just getting to know everyone in the community and. Watch the, ho- watch the community of hockey grow in Tri-City um, was great because, you know, southeastern Washington is probably not the biggest hockey hub you've ever heard of. <laughs> so it was very cool to see um, see the growing of, of hockey, you know, through my throughout my years there, which is awesome. Uh,
0: Bob would be uh, Bob Torrey, GM uh, and uh, part owner of the uh, Tri-City Americans, just for the benefit of uh, the listeners who might not know. Uh, that uh, automatically and uh, Kennewick is the uh, the home of the tri-city Americans and I, I wonder when you look back at your time there is there a moment or two that that stand out as the highlights uh, for you either as a team or just on a personal basis
1: I'm definitely gonna miss the weather there that's <laughs> one thing I'm gonna have to deal with snow here in Ottawa coming up here pretty quick so not much snow happening in Kennewick which I'll, I'll definitely miss but I think uh, I think our run in uh, when in my 19 year old year when we had all the big dogs, we, uh um, you know, made it to the Western Conference Finals. and we, we swept the first two rounds. That's something that I'll, uh, I don't uh think I'll ever forget. Um, that's one of the, you know, better moments of my hockey career um, overall and not just in Tri-City. So I think that was a really special time. We had a really great group of, obviously, a lot of guys who were playing in the NHL and guys who were playing pro and stuff. So that was really special. And like I said, yeah, something I'll hold on to for a long time.
0: Now, the one downside to playing for a U.S. division is that you only came to Edmonton, I guess, twice in your career. And I think the second time, the, the most recent time, that 19-year-old season you were just talking about, you guys you dominated the Oil Kings that night. I think it was 6-1, the score. I think you weren't in the lineup that night. I think you were out with injury or illness or something. Is that Do I remember uh, that correct?
1: I, I, I sat on the bench the whole game. I had to beg Mike Williamson to let me play. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, yeah i was injured, but he let me sit on the bench and let me go out there a couple times so yeah that was uh that was my nineteen year old year but obviously yeah we were um the standings didn't show it but we had a we had an unbelievable team and like i said so many guys who moved on to play pro the next year and you know, with Jake being, you know, getting him and, like, you know, we were we were a fantastic team. So it was something I'll never forget, obviously.
0: Now, I, I go back to what you said earlier in the interview about the, the ECHL and how it's always going to be there for you. And, and now is the right time to uh, make use of your, your WHL scholarship package. And I'm, I was happy to hear you say that because that's one of my go-to lines. ECHL is ECHL's always going to be there for you. It's not going anywhere. The, the WHL scholarship, maybe just uh, for those who uh, don't know the ins and outs of it, uh, how is it working out for you? It's been going great.
1: Uh, it's been like a very painless um, process for me. Greg Gardner and the guys at the WHL office, they um, do a fantastic job of looking after us and making sure, um, you know, that all the logistics and everything is figured out for us. And also a benefit to, you know, being here and being with a bunch of Western guys. Um, they've all been through, you know, the whole scholarship process and how you sign up and how you, you know, submit your books and do
0: all that sort of stuff.
1: So that was definitely a big help to have guys who have been through it before on my team, you know, to kind of help me out and, and guide me in the right direction.
0: So, what are you studying? I'm uh, majoring economics. Economics, okay. And eventually, once your uh, your eligibility is up, you, you would consider a, a pro career, though. Like you're there, you're there for the education, but also to advance your career.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, you know a lot. A lot can happen in, in four years. You know, I look at my my 17 year old year and my 20 year old year in the Dove, there you know, on polar opposites of the spectrum. So yeah. I guess you never really know what can happen, especially in this league. They're all, like I said, they're, they're fishing for players out of school a lot more than they have in the past. So, um and obviously, like, like I said, school is never a bad option, you know, like, especially when, you know, I earned my, my scholarship, you know, for playing in the Western League for so long. So um yeah, it's, it's a win-win for me.
0: 42 goals and 84 points in your last uh, last season with uh, the Tri-State Americans. Uh, Parker, listen, I really appreciate your time. Uh, don't feel bad about the snow because uh, we're getting in here today back in Sturgeon County, so you're not missing anything. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, I'm not jealous of you. So. <laughs> I appreciate your time, Parker. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Have a good one. That's Parker O'Coin of the uh, Carleton University... Ravens, formerly of the Tri-City Americans. And uh, yeah, since that conversation earlier this week, uh, winter has definitely arrived in my backyard. It is uh, snowing like crazy. Roads are uh, uh, really, really bad. But hey, it's Canada, and I guess we couldn't put it off forever. That wraps up this week's episode of the Pipeline Show. Again, it's late. I apologize for that. Uh, I endeavor to uh, get the show back on track for next week. Uh, speaking of next week, don't know the guest uh, list just yet, but uh, I mentioned earlier that I think I will try to track down uh, Glenn Erickson, who's in Medicine Hat watching the U-17, so maybe we'll uh, contact him about uh, recapping that event. Didn't have a 2020 uh, draft spotlight this week, so uh, definitely we'll uh, have one of those this coming week. Uh, There'll be an In the Dub segment, an NCAA campus report, uh, so lots to get to for sure uh, next week on the Pipeline Show. Between now and then... Get out and watch some junior college hockey so that you and I can talk about it next week right here on the Pipeline Show. Until then, I'm Keith Flaming. See ya.